Daf Samachay, we're actually starting with the Maimah that begins on Samach Dalad. <coughs> the Pasuk says, Vashem Yemam, that Hashem was going before the Jewish people by day. This Maimah is going to be a beer, an explanation on the previous Maimah where we spoke about the uh, the uh, two types of uh, letters corresponding to the two types of horses that Pari had. He had the male horses and female horses and uh, and Hashem responding in kind with moving from the front of the front of the camp to the end, the back of the camp. So now the Pasuk says that Hashem went before the camp and uh, the, the, when it says Hashem, it means Hashem with his uh, heavenly court. Uh, that uh, at the time of the at the time of the Exodus, Hashem uh, went in front of the camp. But then, at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, Hashem moved to the back of the camp, meaning that the Shechina, the heavenly, the Shechina, which is uh, represented by the heavenly court, was now behind the Jewish people. So we need to understand what this represents. The Shechina starts off in front of the Jewish people and then moves to behind the Jewish people. So we, like we said in the previous Maimah, there's two types of uh, horses. There's the female horses and male horses. Female horses represent uh, uh, from below to above. In other words, Esros uh, Masata, awakening from below. Uh, the, the, the idea of uh, uh, feminine is uh, to be within and, uh, and, and to refine and elevate. And uh, whereas the male horses represent Hamshacha being bringing from above down. That's Rosh So now <clears throat> the the uh, physical world. So that's like the the recipient which uh, receives from the uh, higher spiritual worlds, which are the giver. And uh, so in order, this, so w- what what we're Aiming for is that our that uh, our uh, yearning and excitement for Hashem, so that uh, just like uh, with the in a relationship, so when one partner in the relationship really wants the other, so that awakens the other one with more love back towards her. So. Uh, so similarly here, Aosrus de Lasata awakens and Esrus de La Ela arouses from above. Now, in terms of spheres, this uh, refers to Malchus. Malchus has two modes. Either it can be giving over and uh, trying to help uh, the, lo- the lower worlds, the worlds beneath it, Biyah, uh, or Malchus can uh, try to take in from the higher spheres. And then, so w- w- when Malchus uh, wants to, uh, Malchus it, it, uh, really wants to be one with Hashem, and therefore uh, it looks upward towards the highest spheres and tries to connect to the highest spheres. And then uh, that causes uh, the 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 uh, hi- the uh, highest spheres to be nimshach to 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 be brought down into uh, the place of Malchus and, and uh, where, where the world where Malchus is uh, uh, giving uh, energy, spiritual energy. Now, 
However, the Esrus Lusata is how the same mode that uh, of the our arousal from below that uh, colors the response from above. So, uh, for example, if our arousal is with songs, so then the uh, response is uh, is uh, with spiritual song from above, or if our our arousal, our coming up to Hashem is with uh, is with bakasha, with the request and pleading. So then the response is in kind as well. So this is the idea of <coughs> of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, of the Exodus, because Biyah, the lower worlds, is Mitzrayim, because it's the worlds of constraint and limitation where Hashem's presence is not openly revealed. And uh, not only the physical world has limitation, but even the spiritual worlds of Briya and Yitzhira are also, are also limited which includes both the higher Ganadin and lower Ganadin. On the other hand, the world of Atsilus is a world of Ein Sof. It's uh, unlimited. Uh, it's uh, pure godliness. And uh, therefore, Malchus wants to elevate beyond this uh, Biyah, where it normally uh, gives uh, gives the highest to the lower worlds, uh, energizes the lower worlds, to elevate to Atsilus, uh, which is beyond the parasa, beyond the curtain between Bria and Atzillus. Next paragraph for Hine. So now Chazal say that uh, that when the Jewish people were exiled to Egypt, the Shechina went with them. Like the Pasuk says, Hashem says, I will go with them to Mitzrayim. Uh, so, th- so this uh, re- represents Malchus, which is the Shechina, Malchus of Atzillus, the Shechina going down into Mitzrayim, into the worlds of Biyah, Biyah, and Asiya. But when it uh, descends, it's not in its, re- um, <coughs> it's not in a suitable place, and therefore it's in Kalos. Uh, in exile, but and all it wants is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to get out of exile of Biyah to be able to go back to its source in Atzillus and to uh, connect to the spheres above that Malchus should connect to the spheres above it, and then that, that await that elicits a response uh, from Hashem, uh, uh, down uh, being Mamshech his light downward. <coughs> Uh, and then uh, that even impacts on on uh, that will even positively impact on the worlds of BI as well. So now <clears throat> that's the that's the idea of the positive of uh, of uh, Esther's awakening Esther's Elah. But Pari wanted to do the opposite. He want he the reason he started off with the female horses in front, and then when they got to Kriusiams, he swapped it to the male horses in front. Uh, is because the females represent with uh, within within our capacity the um, using just regular behavior for bad, and then uh, through that, Pari wanted to bring down the male, which represents the makif, the sort of uh, the beyond of bad. In other words, not just our action, our speech and actions, but uh, something a gum that sort of encompasses us and surrounds us. Whereas what actually happened is it, it, is the exact opposite. That uh, there was a, a holy esrosalasata, which uh, arouses from blood, and then awaken esrosalaela. So yeah, this this is also happen, happens in uh, our vote every day that we want to get out of our own personal Egypt, and that's through Shema. When 
in Shema, it's, we don't just uh, read the words, but we reflect on the idea of Shema about how uh, that how Hashem is one and, and uh, everything is, uh, there's the only real existence of Hashem, everything's nullified before Hashem. Uh, and uh, so, so we have, uh, uh, and we 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 say first Hashem Lekeno, Hashem is our God, meaning that Hashem comes down to get involved, to energize us, and to care for us. And but despite being involved in a world of multiplicity, Hashem Echad, Hashem remains one, is the only real thing. So when we think about this at length, then we'll come to a love of Hashem Bechol Meidecha with all our might. Uh, so in, uh, uh, which represents the unlimited, the best at the attempt at unlimited within human capacity, and this then connects us to the true unlimitedness, which is Hashem's light in Atzilus, which is beyond limits, and therefore, and then a cor- corresponding to our efforts of. The rising up to Hashem, so Hashem then is Mamshech to us, his light, and that's in the second paragraph of Shema, where it says La'ava, which is like uh, that there is love there, rather than the the, the word La'ava is the Ava is normally used as a noun, but here it says a verb, but still it's the idea of a noun, that, that there is love there. Unlike in the first paragraph of Shema, where we're actively working on developing the love, the Ahavta. And then, uh, so, so this is the love from above, which Hashem gives us. And then to the extent that then we are able to say, Venosati, we talk in first person on behalf of Hashem. We say, I will give rain if, if the Jewish people do the mitzvahs. And then we end off in the third paragraph of Shman, Payomer, with Ani Hashem, uh, that uh, I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt, which is the idea of, Yetzias Mitzrayim, of uh, getting out of Egypt, which means to us getting out of our uh, normal limited perspective uh, and uh, rising up to Hashem. Okay, next paragraph, Achinei. So when we rise up towards Hashem, so then that Hashem responds in kind. So, that in, so that's one type of Esrosila Eila. But that because it's a response to our Veda, although it's beyond us, but it's still limit, limited, it's still only from within Atsilus. Uh, because it, the uh, Atsilus, starting with Chachmav has a relationship with the lowest uh, level within Atsilus, Malchus. So Malchus is what uh, often is is a Give, energizing the low worlds, then when it goes back up, looking up and trying to elevate, it connects to it what it relates to, which is up till Chachma. Malchus is often connected to speech. And when we speak, we like the Altra explains in Tanya, it's not, not, it, it's not just the under, uh, expressing our understanding, but the idea of how our mouth knows where to move to produce with the, the different sounds, that comes from Chachma. It's not something we quite get, but our mouth just automatically does it. So that's connected to the uh, pronunciation of words is connected to Chachma, and therefore Malchus can, can, can link up all the way until Chachma, but not beyond Chachma because there there's no relationship. So, uh, so uh, 
from uh, Keser, which is beyond Chachma, so there Alice Rosalisata cannot reach. And like the, the Pasuk says, Vachachma me ayin timotze, that Chachma uh, uh, comes from ayin, from the nothingness, which is because beyond Atzillus, it's uh, called ayin because we don't relate to it. It's, uh, it's like nothing. And that is the level of Keser. In terms of the body, so the uh, brain is Chachma uh, bin Das, and then the skull is uh, Keser. And so it's like a crown which is above the head, but it's not part of the head. So, uh, and then every part of the body, so uh, it, it still connects to the brain. The brain gives it instructions on how to move and what the and and is aware of what it, every part of the body feels, etc. But what is above the head, the crown, or in some way even the skull, that that doesn't relate to the rest of the body. So that's the kesser. That's the beyond. And uh, so, so therefore, our our also can't reach there. Uh, it's it's just it's just sometimes cancer is revealed automatically. For example, on special days like Shavuos. <clears throat> so this is uh, what uh, was what what was achieved at Kriyas Yamsuf at the splitting of the sea. That then there was a revelation, not just of the Esrusdala which our Esrusdala can uh, reach. But an Esra just a gift from above, which is be not even in response to what we can reach. And that's why Moshe said, uh, why are you crying to me? This depends, like Zaya says, on Hashem himself, on Atik, which is uh, which is beyond uh, even Atsilos. It's like the crown or the skull. And therefore, our, our uh, efforts can't reach there. And that's why Moshe said, Hashem's going to fight for you. Hashem you be quiet. In other words, this is not something that you, you can reach. It's just something that Hashem will give you. And that is what allowed for Kriyas Yamsuf to happen because Kriyas Yamsuf put together the opposites, the dry land and the sea, which represents the hidden worlds, you know, it was the highest spiritual worlds with our lower world. And uh, so how did how could you put together these opposites? In other words, our world doesn't have the capacity for the spiritual energy of the high world. How can it fit in through introducing Kesser? Kesser is totally beyond. Uh, it's a makif. It's something which surrounds and is beyond all worlds. And therefore, it's able to put together different worlds that don't normally fit together. Now, this is uh, what the positive means. Next paragraph, the Zehu. So this is what the Pasuk means, Sham that when there is the splitting of the sea and the same thing with Mashiach, the splitting of the rivers, so then we will rejoice with, with Hashem. So that is at the time of the, the, the splitting of the rivers with Mashiach and similarly with Chris Yamsov, it's a time of a Gilari of Keser, revelation of Keser, and Keser includes in it uh, uh, the two parts it includes uh, rotsein and tainug, uh, desire and pleasure. So, with a person, he has his regular way that he he uh, decides on what he wants to do or what's important to him, and then he develops feelings towards that. That's all within the regular spheres. But then there's what what he wants, no matter what, and he'll even even if it hurts and even if it's not good for him, this is what he wants. 
So that's a one sort of beyond level because it's something that touches him deep within and it's beyond logic and it, it's beyond his uh, normal interests. The other one is pleasure, especially deep pleasure that touches the person in a way be, like uh, beyond his uh, his uh, sort of, if you explain an idea to the person, the person says, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. But pleasure touches the person deeply and the person just feels alive and his his set his just uh present and 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 in, involved in the experience enjoying so that's pleasure is also a keser uh is it also relates to keser and then the same thing with hashem there's a there's this keser energy and uh which which corresponds to rotten and tainug so uh, the pleasure of mitzvahs is uh is is related to simcha joy uh, because the Torah comes from Chachma, like it says in Zayah, and the mitzvahs are instructions based on this Torah, based on Chachma. But the source of the mitzvahs is in Keser, which is beyond even Chachma. And from Keser comes 613 uh, pathways. And the word Kesser itself is the numerical value of 620, which is the 613 biblical mitzvahs together with seven, the seven rabbinic mitzvahs, which makes 620 uh, pathways. And then they come down into the world and even into the physical world. And uh, that's why uh, mitzvahs are called limbs, like we explained in the Maimah that we're the previous Maimah, uh, because the, 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 just like a limb, you can't hold the soul, but you can hold a limb that has the soul in it. You know, it's the fact that the person's alive is because of his soul. So when you move the person, you're moving his soul as well, uh, even, even though you can't directly touch the neshama. <clears throat> but uh, through touching the limb, you touch the neshama. So the same thing with the mitzvahs. So we're not able perhaps to directly touch Hashem uh, as, as he's beyond worlds, but the mitzvahs do that. Through doing the mitzvah, we connect Hashem as he is beyond worlds. And uh, the, the, within the mitzvahs, some are connected to the right, chesed, others are connected to the left, Gavura, discipline and restraint, and then others in the middle, like Torah. And so therefore, so when Mashiach comes, so we have this gili of keser, this gili, this revelation of the beyond, the light of Hashem as it is beyond worlds, even beyond Atzillus, and therefore there'll be simcha, there'll be uh, joy, because whenever there's revelation, together with the revelation comes joy, which is also in terms of the person, it's when he's uh, expressed and revealed. And uh, so, therefore, that will happen. Therefore, we'll have this great simcha when Mashiach comes. Next paragraph, Zehu. So, at the time of Yitzis Mitzrayim, at the time of the Exodus, there is that the Hashem and Hashem, which we said at the beginning of the Maimah, refers to Hashem and is based in, which is the Shekhinah. So, the Shekhinah was in front of the Jewish people. That's because the Shekhinah is Malchus, and Malchus was. At the time of Yitzhak, it's getting out of boundaries, going back up to its source in Atzillus. And the Jewish people were following behind the Shekhinah. In other words, that, that they also were trying to leave them, that both the, of course, the physical Mitzrayim, but also the spiritual Mitzrayim and, and elevate up to Hashem, up to Atzillus. 
But then at the time of Kriz Yamsuf, they rose beyond the Shechina, beyond, beyond where Malchus can reach. And therefore, at the time of Kriz Yamsuf, the Shechina moved from in front of them to behind them. Because now they're passing even higher than uh, the Shechina. Like it says at the end of Azyashir, Ad Hashem, until um, your, your people pass Hashem, they go beyond uh, the Shechina to Keser, to, to the Hashem's light beyond, beyond worlds. And uh, so therefore the Shechina was only in the back of them the, because Malchus only reaches up till Chachma of Attilus, like we explained before. Only rare times, like at, uh, at Yom Kippur and Ne'ilah, Malchus can reach Keser. But even there, it was a lower level within Keser uh, than, uh, than what the Jewish people reached at Kriyas Yamsuf, and therefore Malchus was behind them. The Shechina was behind them. Okay, so this this concludes the Mimer uh, and explains that the uh, movement of uh, of uh, Hashem Shechina from in front of them to behind them because of the great revelation at the time of uh, uh, the time of Kriyas Yamsuf and this blocked Pari's plan. Pari wanted to bring the Jewish people into the Makif of Klippa, and instead they reached the Makif of holiness. Uh, Keser, which is the Esrus of the Leila, the arousal from above, not the one that uh, is a li- um, is a, ca- comes as a response to our arousal from below, but the Esrus of the Leila, which is beyond any anything that we could reach ourselves. Okay, now we're going to learn the next Maimer, Vayomer Meisha. So second Maimer for the same daf starts Vayomer Meisha, the bottom of the first column of Samachai. So the Pasuk says, so Moshe says, eat uh, today. So this is in the parish of uh, Mon, where every day the Jewish people received this uh, manna, this food from heaven. Every day from Sunday to Thursday, they received the same portion. But then on Friday, they received a double portion. So Moshe says, eat some of it today and then the rest will be for tomorrow. And that's what they did. And it, it not, you know, on a previous occasion, someone tried to save leftovers and it became all wormy, but this time it was fine. And they kept the second portion for Shabbos. And that's the idea of Lech and Mishnah. Uh, so then on Shabbos, Moshe tells them, eat them on today uh, because today is Shabbos and you're not going to, man won't fall down on Shabbos. So the question is, why didn't Mon fall down on Shabbos? I mean, it rains on Shabbos. And not only that, if you want to say Mon is something spiritual, well, Hashem has always spiritual involvement in the in the world on Shabbos as well. Otherwise, the world would cease to exist. Uh, like we know that that it says, that there's not even a blade of grass that doesn't have a muzzle, a spiritual energy from Hashem from above that's allowing it to grow. And to exist. So now, so about man, Hashem said, that I will rain down bread from heavens. And that statement also concludes, in order to test the Jewish people, will they go in, in the ways of my Torah or not? So this is in both of these psukim about man, uh, are in our parasha b'shalach, and uh, the the question is why does the why does Hashem say Will he go in my in in the ways of my Torah? Why doesn't it say will he fulfill my Torah? Why specifically this expression? 
And also, what is the connection uh, between this uh, test about Mon and the Torah? And then a few once they pass this test, the first Shabbos of the Mon, so then they're able to get ready for two weeks later was Martin Terah. And it says right here that this is a test. Will based on this, Hashem will know will they go in the ways of the Terah? What's the connection? Okay, next paragraph, Achine. Now, Terah is made up of letters. Like it says that there are 600,000 letters in the Torah. Now, parenthetically, it doesn't say this in the moment, but if you count the Torah, actually there's only a little more than half of that, about 308,000 letters. But uh, some say if you include all the Nakudas and all the spaces between the letters, then it works to 600,000. But either way, certainly spiritually, there's 600,000 letters of the Torah. And they corresponds to the 600,000, these letters correspond to the 600,000 neshamas. Now, these 600,000 neshamas also divide in, each one divides into multiple neshamas as well. But uh, so uh, so this is uh, the the letters, the Hebrew word for letters is ICS. And uh, not that the word ICS also comes from the word osa to to come to bring down because the idea of the Isis of the letters of Terah is to bring down Hashem's light from beyond the world, from Sevev into Mamale, into the, uh, uh, the, to actually fill the worlds with that light from beyond. And that's also why, uh, as we've been explaining throughout uh, the last few Maimarim, that Isis, the letters are connected to the a horse. Uh, because horses also take um, the rider uh, where, where he needs to go. And uh, so we, we know that uh, the worlds are created uh, from the, the nothing, uh, something from nothing. Uh, and uh, Hashem then let, shines a ray down. He, uh, then we uh, might not be able to appreciate Hashem's essence, but the ray of Hashem is what enlivens worlds while Hashem himself stays beyond. And that's the, uh, the uh, role of Malchus, which is what goes down to create and energize worlds. And that's also called Hashem's name. Uh, even Hashem's name, it's still it's still beyond worlds. And then there's a ray from Hashem's name that comes into worlds. Like it says, uh, and we say it in the in the Kufmim Ches and Tilim and, and in Psukit Zimra, that Hashem's name is uh is a, a, aloof alone. And Haydei, his glory, a ray from Hashem is is over the earth and heavens to enliven, enliven them. So a ray from Hashem's name uh, comes in to enliven uh, the, the worlds. This is unlike when a person makes something, so he has to be actively involved in it and focused on it with his, his, his mind and, and not, not just that he, it happens to be coming from him, but he's actively focused on making what he's making. Uh, so whereas with Hashem, uh, he doesn't. Hashem doesn't need to be involved in creation of worlds, like it says, Hashem who doesn't change. So uh, he's not sort of nitfas. He's not like sort of stuck in uh, in worlds. Uh, 
And like we say in Davening, that out of Kaidim Shinivraelam, that you are the same Hashem before the world was created and the same Hashem Achashinivraelam after the world was created without change. So why then does Hashem, Hashem uh, allow us like to come into uh, enlivened worlds? It is because like that Kuv Memchesk continues, Vayarem Karen Lamay, that it's because of Hashem's care for the Jewish people uh, that they are Amkrovi's close nation and they have the, Hashem gives them the ability to bring down Hashem's light into worlds. That's what the Gemara Highness means when it says, just as the world can't survive without wind, it can't survive without B'nai Yisrael. So the word for wind, Ruchos, is also the word, uh, word for directions. Uh, so what we also mean here is that the just as uh, the, uh, the, the directions, um, that's what creates place, the world runs on time and place. It's the basic uh, limit uh, both limitations, but also it, that's how we uh, can understand the world. If there's no place, then you have a whole bunch of things. Where are they? How are they? Where am I? Uh, so, uh, so we've got a uh, place, and the world needs place in order to exist. Otherwise, if there's no place, there's just Hashem. So, so to the Jewish people, they bring Hashem's light into this place of limitation to allow it to exist. Uh, and that is uh, uh, through our mitzvahs. And now it says about the the uh, clothes of the kain gadol. So he had the chayshen and the straps that went up. Uh, well, went sorry around from the aphid from the behind him, and then over his shoulder, and then there was a chain down to the chayshen. So uh, there was a stone uh, at the top by the shoulder on each side, and each one had the names of uh, six of the Shvatim. So it says, Shish and Mishmosim, six of the names, one of the stones. So this idea of six names is uh, uh, corresponds to the six directions. And uh, so that, that's actually also why there are 600,000 Jews that uh, it's six times ten times ten, etc., till six hundred thousand, and each uh, yid has a, his letter in Torah. Now, in the song of Tevera, uh, she uh, spoke about Kriyas Yamsuf and said that uh, Hashem betzeis from Seir that Hashem, when you came out of Seir. Uh, and when you marched out of the fields of Edom, so the earth trembled and the heavens also dripped, also the clouds dripped water. So this is the scene of Matan And And how does Matan happen? How is this uh, revelation of Hashem from beyond come down into the world through our Torah and Mitzvahs? So this is in a way of Hashem, but when Hashem came out and revealed himself, it was Misayer, it was through Sayer. Sayer is, is also the same letters as uh, Sar, hair. And that's like the, 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 we have hair on our head. Hair, on one hand, it's connected, it's right by the head, the highest part of the body. And it's even beyond the skull and above the skull. On the other hand, when you cut hair, it doesn't hurt. Why? Because it only has a limited highest. So hair represents... Uh, taking, uh, coming from somewhere with very deep uh, spiritual energy, the life force of the person, the head, but then 
through a symptom, through a contraction, it only has a limited amount of uh, of energy of light. And that's how the Torah is given and Hashem brings his light from beyond through this hair, through this symptom into the world. Next paragraph, Achine. But the Malachim, they also wanted the Torah. They said, uh, Place your glory on the heavens. But Hashem gave it to the Jewish people instead. And this was after they, and because they had got, of all the experiences they'd gone through the slavery and servitude of Egypt, that uh, this was not just a physical slavery, but also about Escafia, about subduing the Sitra the Klippa. Now, every day uh, we say again, we thank, thank Hashem for giving us the Torah. And every day again, we have to picture ourselves as if we're leaving Egypt that day. And that's the idea of uh, davening each day, that every day we want, we need to subdue uh, the Mitzrayim, the Klippa, and uh, and uh, uh, subdue the uh, rots and the desires of our Nefesh Bahamas, that instead of what it wants, uh, its pleasures instead will uh, our excitement and our pleasure will be in Hashem, lava Hashem, and uh, this is this is the meaning. The Pesukim which says that Achalti Yari, that I ate my sugar cane davshi with my uh, honey, and this is actually in the same pasuk as Basilikani. Uh, so and Hashem is saying I've eaten my sweet uh, foods, which represents the neshamas. And uh, when, uh, just like with uh, when a person eats, so there's the good part which uh, stays in the body and energizes the body, and then the bad part is sent out. So, uh, so when Hashem, so to speak, eats the neshama, it's the neshama has to be refined, and this is this refinement happens through davening. Like the Pasuk says, Mitzar, Plekesef, the uh, refined uh, uh, silver. And then the that same Pasuk concludes in Mishlei, and each person according to his praise. So in other words, through praising Hashem in Davening, that's what refines us uh, so that the the uh, the we can rise with love of Hashem and then the negative parts get uh, pushed out. And that is when we say in Shemayin Esrei, Slach Lano, we ask Hashem to forgive us because we have sinned. And then after Shemayin Esrei, so that pushes out the bad parts so that the Anasham is left all and, and, and ourselves, we are left all with the good. And that becomes included in, in Hashem, like Hashem consuming it. Okay, so either way, this refinement happens through Yutis uh, Mitzrayim that we we try to accomplish each day, and that's something that, that we have over the Malachim. They they don't refine because they're already all holy. They don't have the negative and positive part that have to be uh, separated and the negative subdued uh, and forced to, to help with the godliness, etc. Uh, so therefore, they're not the right ones for the Torah. Next paragraph, Achina Yesh. So although we uh, we just said we spoke about uh, eat uh, Hashem like eating us so to speak consuming us and that with eating there's this refinement that we have to get get ready for this with uh, lifting up the good part and pushing out what can't be elevated but there's two types of eating there's weekday eating and Shabbos eating 
And similarly, there's two types of Aveda with eating. There's the eating of the regular person and eating of the tzaddik. So the weekday is the regu- is like the eating of the regular person. Shabbos eating is like eating of the tzaddik. Like the Pasuk says, tzaddik, that tzaddik eats for the satisfaction of his soul. But the stomach of the rasha is lacking. So what does this possibly mean? That on weekdays, uh, we, when we eat, we, it's all about escafia and eating only for holy purposes and pushing down the, the refining whatever we can of the food up to Hashem, which is the Aveda of Birurim, and then pushing down whatever can't be. Which, that's part of Birur, to lift up what we can and push down what we can't. Whereas on Shabbos, there's no bag. We're just, uh, just one with Hashem. So that's the meaning of the of this uh, pasuk, as we'll explain uh, further later. Uh, so, uh, is a, the, the stomach of the Russia is lacking. So this is about the lacking, the minusing through birurim. Uh, that some of it becomes part of, uh, that when we eat, some of it gives us energy and the other half is pushed out. Um and therefore, there's a, there's some waste, which is tehsa, what is minus. Whereas on Shabbos, it's the seven nafshets for the satisfaction of the soul, because it's pure pleasure in Hashem. And that's why we say um, at the sort of Shabbos, we say that dohi sudosa da This is the meal of atik, which atik represents uh, godly pleasure. And then there's therefore there's no waste, and there's no need for refinement. So similarly, in, uh, just like with eating, there's this difference also with davening, that davening in weekdays, that is to refine ourselves and try to lift whatever we can up to Hashem and push out the negative uh, uh, the character flaws. Now, whereas on Shabbos, it's just pure bliss in Hashem. And that is because on Shabbos, the whole world operates in a different way. Because on weekdays... Uh, Shem is involved in uh, in all in the in the physical and 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 it's like when a person works, so they're they they're not at rest. They have to be focused outward. Whereas uh, when the person stops working, he rests. Then he can he can go back into himself, uh, uh, sort of uh, go back into his inner self. And so throughout the week, Hashem is uh, so to speak working, which is about going out into the into the physical. Whereas on Shabbos, Hashem elevates. And um, and if, and the world also elevates uh, uh, to the to so to speak Hashem's inner self. So and that's why it says about Shabbos that Sha- that it says Shabbos le Hashem. It's Shabbos for Hashem. It's the Hashem's day of uh, rest and going back in, into Himself because in order to uh, uh, to allow the world to have its uh, to uh, to um to refine the world and make it holy so it's just like we quoted before Hashem Hashem goes out through Seir through symptom but then on Shabbos he goes back into himself then can, we can just have a pleasure with Hashem uh, and it says Al Havaya on Havaya meaning beyond Havaya as creator by connecting to Hashem as he is for himself. And that's why we don't say Tachnun or Slachlon on Shabbos, because we're not, it's not about refining. There's no nothing to refine. Everything, the, the only existence is Hashem and uh, pure holiness, pure bliss. Next paragraph for Hine Elias.
So <clears throat> this difference between Shabbos and weekdays was most manifest with the man. It says about the man that there was a dew, a layer of dew, and then the man on top. So the connection here is because dew never stops. And that dew represents the Esrus de la Ela, which is beyond our efforts. Uh, and then this uh, Esrus de la Ela, this gift from Hashem, which is be, not related to our efforts, just beyond. In other words, with rain, the, the uh, moisture that it, it evaporates and goes up, and then that causes the heaviness of the clouds, and then it falls down. So it's based on Esrasata, based on an arousal from below, causes the arousal from above. Whereas with you, it's always it's always there. It's not dependent on what's going on down in our it, on earth. So, uh, so this pure Esrasala, it uh, it allows us, it, it inspires us, gives us the ability to have our Esrasata. Uh, and then with Mon, it says that the Mon comes every day, in order to test us, we go in the ways of the Torah. And the test is, will we leave over extra Mon for the next day? Because if we have enough food for today and we're thinking about what why eat tomorrow, so then that's a lack of faith. It's a, it's a, as the exact expression is, it's small faith. But uh, instead, uh, what, what we want is that not to have a lack of a munah, but hayelech basirasi, will we go in the ways of Hashem's Torah? So this idea of halicha going uh, is uh, traveling in two directions, from below to above and from above to below in the ways of Hashem's Torah. The Torah is made up of letters, and those letters are what bring Hashem's, Hashem's light and Hashem's uh, uh, energy uh, into the world. Uh, so, uh, just like we have, uh, so we have the Torah, which is Hashem's instructions for the world, and then we also have other letters, letters of the Tefillah, which are going up to Hashem, which, uh, like we said, corresponds to the male and female horses. And like in Sefi, it talks about how different letters have different spiritual functions. There's within the 22 letters, Sefiyatira says there's three letters that are called the imos, the mothers, and that's Aleph, Mem, and Shin, core letters. Then there's seven letters which are called the double letters, which are Beged, Kafras, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Kafei, Resh, and Sof, which each of them, you can either, you can have two forms of the letter, like Beis and Vase, Gimel, and perhaps the Temani, Gimel, uh, and then Dalad and Thalad, whatever, uh, and then Kaf and Chaf, Pei and Fei, Reish also, you have two ways to say Re and Re, and Taf and Saf. Uh, but either way, so that, that's the second, that represents a certain style of uh, spiritual energy from those letters. And then the regular letters, the last 12 letters, are the uh, regular letters. So, uh, so, so similarly, we have uh, letters bringing Hashem's light down and bringing us up. And uh, therefore, it says that the month should be each day because every day Torah has to be new. And uh, every day the world needs to uh, be rejuvenated, get its spiritual energy again, whereas for Hashem, Hashem is unchanged. 
like it says, Ani Avaylo Shonesi, that I am Hashem who doesn't change. And therefore, it says in Rishpeh, that the eyes of man will never be satiated. And that's because Hashem is believable and we can always reach higher. Next paragraph, so this is the the, the content of the, the idea of man spiritually, that uh, man was uh, would fall on top of the tal, the dew, which dew represents Hashem's unchanging uh, self because uh, dew is every day. And uh, therefore... Uh, so uh, throughout the week, they got the man each day. But then on sh- for Shabbos, it says, that today you won't find man in the field because Sade refers to uh, this world and with, with its limits of place. And uh, on Shabbos, uh, it's, a, it's, a spe- it's a day of Hashem where Hashem can go back, so to speak, into himself. And uh, it's just a day of bliss and pleasure of Hashem, not a day of going out into creating the, the world and worlds. And uh, it's not dependent on Esther's on uh, arousal on efforts from below. Now, like it says that, um, that uh, yes, Hashem, Hashem, uh, 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 well, to lift uh, to that Hashem favors us, but it uses the word panav, which uh, his face, which means Hashem's panimius. Uh, so when Hashem uh, uh, favors uh, favors us uh, with his panimius, so then so when in this panimius mode, which is how the, our state on Shabbos and Hashem, how Hashem is on Shabbos, so then there's no need for birurim because everything is. Uh, uh, perfect and everything is uh, holy uh, but on weekdays so yes there's tal on weekdays as well but it says when it talks about tal on weekdays it says bread is satal lilo and the the dew comes down at night so this represents the dew uh, yes there's a dew which is from hashem's unlimited self but it's coming down through its symptom like the pasuk says in hiroshim that my locks of hair are the drops of night. So in other words, that the the towel comes down through hair, which represents a limited amount of energy. And that's why, like we said, you can cut and it doesn't hurt. Whereas on Shabbos, uh, there, it, uh, it's Hashem's in, in a chayas without its symptom. Without its symptom. And, there, and therefore the Pasuk about dew on Shabbos says, that the uh, layer of dew went up. And uh, therefore, the the man didn't fall on uh, didn't fall on Shabbos. Why? Because man is more in touch with Hashem's uh, rest uh, than other types of hamshacha, other types of uh, spiritual uh, give, gifts and giving over. All other is all other uh, giving uh, the energy, spiritual energy that Hashem gives over to the world. So they are all chitzonius; they're external, and therefore there's no change. Whereas mon, because mon represents a pnimius, a hashpa pnimius, an inashpa, and on Shabbos 
there's no symptom. It's just Hashem as he is for himself. The only way that this Hashpapanimis of mind can come down is through symptom. Like we said, that it comes down, resists a layer like the droplets of night, an idea of hair, it comes down through symptom. So therefore, on Shabbos, the man wouldn't come down at all because it's Pneumis and Pneumis and, and can't come without this being extended outward, which doesn't happen on, uh, on Shabbos. So now we've answered uh, why specifically man didn't come down, whereas other things did come down because man is uh, Pneumis and uh, how the eating on of of the man on Shabbos was a different eating to the rest of the week, and therefore says Yom eat it today. Only on Shabbos do we do we eat the man as just the Tainug in Hashem, pleasure in Hashem beyond uh, Birurim, and that's why the 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 eating on uh, of the man on, and in general sud on Shabbos and the Tfilas of Shabbos are uh, just a bliss with Hashem, whereas uh, during the week it's about Birurim, about uh, refinement, and uh, th- that's also uh, the test uh, for Torah, which uh, Torah is the letters which, uh, of Hamshach and Allah, bring Hashem's light down to us and us going up to Hashem. And uh, the Man, is, uh, which, which is uh, this idea of Hashem Nimis, uh, is... Just if you're ready for Tara, that uh, man, which is uh, uh, man, is uh, the, this hashpap uh, nimis is the um, is the uh, barometer for our how, how we're we're connecting up to Hashem and Hashem coming down to us. Thank you.